He is not here, but has risen. That is the Easter story. Amen. (laughs) There's really nothing more to be said about this day. Nothing. To say much more borders on saying more than I really know or, or can know. I don't know how it happened. I have no explanations, and I've been to Jesus' school. (laughs) We receive exactly the same information as the women in today's gospel. Words, a message, nothing more, nothing less. Of course, the message has not changed. It's the same today as it was on that first Easter Sunday. It's a message of of life, a message of hope, a message of new possibilities, a message of of good news. He is not here, but has risen. Here's the thing, though. It doesn't make sense to me. On Friday, Jesus is killed, crucified, and his body is enclosed in a tomb. On Sunday, the tomb is empty. The body is, is gone. Why do you look for the living among the dead, two men in dazzling clothes? Ask the women. He is not here, but has risen. Honestly, that does not mirror my experience of life and what I know of death. I'll speculate it doesn't match your experience either. It certainly didn't match the disciples' experience. The women bring this amazing good news. And Luke tells us their words seemed to them an idle tale. They thought it was an idle tale. Nonsense. Now that makes sense to me. Every time I read another story of of violence another mass shooting, another terrorist attack, another attempt to strip a human being of their rights, the Easter message begins to sound like another idle tale. When I experience death and sorrow and loss in my life, the good news of Easter sounds like an idle tale. When the brutality and craziness of this world becomes the norm, business as as usual, The Easter message feels like an idle tale. You can probably relate to what I am saying. There is so much about our world and our life circumstances that would have us disbelieve and lead us to conclude that the Easter story is just another idle tale. Nonsense. And that's exactly why I'm here today. I think that's why you are here today, too. We want to hear the story one more time. We want to be reminded he is not here, but has risen. We wanted to be told that despite our life experience, what we think we know about death and what we see in the world The Easter story is true. 
We want to hear, Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Easter message only becomes an idle tale when it is held in opposition to our life, to our world. Which means the Easter message of life is found in the midst of death, not apart from it. The Easter message of hope arises from the center of our sorrows and our losses, not apart from them. The Easter message of new possibilities is at the heart of the mundane, the brutality and the craziness of this world, not apart from it. Death is real, but it is not the end. Jesus died, but he is not dead. We may not see him or touch him, but he is alive and and with us. Those are the truths of this day. They do not change the circumstances of our lives, but they do change us in the midst of those circumstances. They do not eliminate our difficulties and problems. They do, though, see us through those difficulties and problems. They do not turn back time, yet rather they take us to the first day of the week at early dawn. The first day of the week is is not just a day on the calendar. It's Luke's way of telling us this is a new beginning, a week of recreation. That it is early dawn means the sun is rising revealing new life, new light, new creation, a new day. It's the first day. And there is something so important and beautiful about first days. The first days hold all things anew, creates every possibility, and withholds absolutely nothing. Think about the first day of of love, your first love, your first kiss. The world was perfect. Life was more real and the possibilities were endless. The first day held more than you could have imagined for yourself. Recall the first day that you held your child. And how limitless and beautiful were your dreams for your child. On that first day, you held the miracle of new life in your hands, and your heart overflowed with love and thanksgiving. Remember the first day that you decided to change your life, to do it differently, to mend a broken relationship. You may not have had an idea of what you would do or how you would do it, but something about that first day said there was more to life ahead of you than behind you. Then there was the first day of heartbreak, of loss, the death of a loved one. You didn't know how you would survive the wilderness. That first day looked like the last day. 
Yet hidden in that first day was new life, a new beginning. And by God's grace, that first day unfolded into something you couldn't see then. A life that has brought you to this moment. Those are not idle tales. They are first day stories of life and hope and possibilities. They are the first day stories of God's faithfulness to us. God never promised us that life would be easy. God promised us we would not be overcome. The Easter story is a first-day story, not just for some. It is a first-day story for all. Regardless of who you are, what you have done or left undone, or what has happened in your life, this is your story. The sun rises on and for all of God's beloved. You are. Me, the homeless, the marginalized, the brokenhearted, no one is left behind. He is not here, but has risen. The resurrection of Christ makes every day the first day. Every day. And so I wonder, what does your first day look like? What does Easter mean in your life? Today is your first day. Today is your resurrection. What will you do with it? Let me ask you a few questions. And I pray you take them seriously. What is your biggest, most beautiful dream for your own becoming, for your life. If you could write another story of your life, what would it be? If you could live without regret, without looking into the past, what would you be free from? What chains would be broken? How would your life be different? If you could live without fear into the unknown future, what would you have the courage to do? Who might you become? God has a future for me, and it is. You fill in the blank. Those are not idle tales. Those are first-day stories of your resurrection. And they are possible all because he is not here, but has risen. It is the first day. The sun has risen. And in Christ, God guaranteed your beloved life. Now you must decide how you will live it. Alleluia. Christ the Lord is risen. He is risen indeed. Thanks be to God. Amen.